Hank Patterson, fly fishing guide. Riley Smith, tight end. Yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, you wouldn't happen to be the kicker. No, tight end. Again, thank you. I'm looking for a kicker for Lithia Ford's fall kickoff sale. But you're not the kicker. No. Yeah. Now nah, the kicker's probably taller. In a lot better shape. So, okay. What uh, position do you play? Tight end. Squats. Yeah. Try it sometime. RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics, is going all in this season with an all-star lineup. First up, he led the Broncos to three conference championships and ten 20-win seasons. It's Coach Leon Rice. Next, he's the founder and CEO of RowPaint.com. He played a little basketball in high school on the driveway with his mom. It's Andy Rowe. Want to just paint my house? Now that I can do. When I want Boise State to win, I trust Coach Rice to lead the Broncos to victory. And when I want the best painting and garage floor coating, I trust RowPaint.com to get that job done right. is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Can Cocktails is perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Now, here's four-time NSMA Idaho Sports Writer of the Year, B.J. Rains, with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live. Well, you literally never know what you're going to talk about on a show. You're going to wake up, what's going to be happening, and uh, we've got some breaking news. Welcome on in, Bronco Nation News Live here at bronconationnews.com. Jay was supposed to be enjoying a couple days with his family here. I was supposed to be getting ready for a basketball game tonight at the Air Force Academy, and lo and behold, breaking news. I believe both our outlets were the first to report, Jay Tuss, Bronco Nation News, KTVB, that – Dirk Cutter is returning as offensive coordinator at Boise State. We will get to the basketball game. Obviously, a big game tonight for the Broncos. We will get to that here in a little bit. But I believe the 227 of you that are watching and that number is still climbing want us to start with uh, Dirk Cutter. And got to be honest, Jay, wasn't one of the names on my original list. But, uh, you know, as they went through the process, I think you you, you heard of all the things that they were looking for. Somebody with same offense, same terminology, spring practice starting in less than two weeks. How could they get somebody in there and make this thing work? And um, it, it's a one-year deal. It's a one-year rental almost, but uh, similar to Andy getting him to come out and help out at the end of a couple of years ago, Dirk Cutter saving the day yet again to come back and lead the offense in 2024. Man, this is pretty shocking, BJ. This is uh, this is pretty shocking, I would have to say. I, I didn't necessarily expect Dirk Cutter to be a part of this process, but uh, now he is, and now he is uh, going to take over Boise State's offense. It's, it's incredible. Spencer Danielson... Um, he really hit a couple of home runs when he went out and uh, tried to hire some some assistant coaches here. And you look at what he's able to do, and um, it's pretty impressive. 
Pretty no impressive. Doubt, no, no doubt about it. I was not expecting uh I was not expecting this to be the guy. And I know fans are super fired up, super excited. And and uh I mean it's a very intriguing, unique thing, Jay Tuss here. There's some positives to it, certainly. I think there might be some potential drawbacks. Uh only here for one year in terms of recruiting. I mean, he didn't do a single thing of recruiting when he was here before. And and uh, now you know a guy like Malachi Nelson knows he's only got him for one year, and then he's got another coordinator coming in. So I'm not trying to poo-poo it right off the bat. I think there's a lot of reasons. <laughs> A lot of reasons to be excited about it, Jay, but I do think there's some multiple layers to this thing. Yeah, there are some multiple layers to this thing. And like you said, it, it, it it's going to be a one-year deal, right? And I think what that means, like given the timing of all of this, right, like Bush left late kind of in this whole process. And now Dirk can come in and really be a, a steady force for one year. He knows these players. He knows this team. And – now it's going to give them basically a year to find out who is next. I don't know if that's like exactly the correct way to phrase it, BJ, but being a one-year deal, you know, Boise State for a long time has pushed for multiple-year deals for their coordinators and really a lot of their assistant coaches, but definitely their coordinators. And so the fact that sources are telling us it's a one-year deal would suggest that this is, uh, again, a year to figure out you know, kind of what is next to, to use Jeremiah Dickey's slogan, what, what's next. And, you know, you figure there are some options on staff, you know, Matt Miller or Nate Potter, things like that. But uh, time will really only tell what we do know right now is, is dirt cutter will run Boise state's offense in, in 2024, a, uh, a massive, massive coop, I would say for Spencer Danielson. Yeah, obviously everybody remembers, you know, him going 26 and 10 from uh, 98 to 2000 as head coach. But uh, what he did more recently, coming back and saving that offense there at the end of the season um, and, uh, you know, was an analyst on staff. And then I think was kind of enjoying retirement. And, and as I said, though, he did he did no recruiting. I'll be very curious to hear. And, I, and my understanding is that Spencer Danielson is, is and they're going to come out and make this very clear. He's probably just here till December again. And uh, it's a one year deal. I guess you can never say never, but I think the plan, Jay, as you said, is for him just to uh, help out. It was the, uh, you know, again, spring ball starting in two weeks. And my understanding is they talked to a lot of good candidates. I'll be very curious kind of why they why they settled in, in this direction. Um, but, um, you know, the process, I think, took a little longer than some folks thought. And a lot of fans were getting kind of nervous and a little, uh, you know, restless, waiting to see what was happening. Spring ball starts on March 11th. Um, but again, Jay, when you heard, you know, when, when we kind of put the tea leaves together of, okay, an offense that is going to be similar, you ain't running a new offense in, in two weeks, you needed terminology to be similar, you knew somebody that kind of knew the program, knew the building, whatever, and that, that list started dwindling, and I never really thought of Dirk Cutter, I didn't think he'd be interested, but once you, uh, once you kind of put two and two together, at least for, for this season, for this offense, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, uh, I actually saw Dirk Cutter at the basketball game the other day. And I, I, I was tipped off about absolutely nothing. I joked around about him coming down to McCall to watch a basketball game, and that was like it. And uh, now I go back, and I'm like, well, maybe, I don't know, maybe he was on campus for a reason, I guess, at this point. Um, but I, I just think that the continuity, the experience um, that that you get out of this hire is, is just a, a big, big deal. And you know, again, you go back, BJ, and you look at now Spencer Danielson has had to hire three assistant coaches, right? He got he brought in Ball State's defensive coordinator. He brought in Stacy Collins, who uh, you know, many would argue is one of the best special teams coaches in the game, and got him to come away from Penn State in order to return to Boise State. And now he brings Dirk Cutter out of, you know, quasi-retirement, if you will to come back and run Boise State's offense. And so just a uh, – I don't, man, I, I don't know. I, I I think we said this at the beginning. Be patient. We, we saw how aggressive Spencer Danielson was with his previous two hires. Uh, I was not predicting Dirt Cutter at that point in time, but I was very, very confident that Bronco Nation would not be disappointed. Well, I don't think Bronco Nation's disappointed. Maybe we no. know maybe we know what caused the earthquake in Boise yesterday now. We'll have to find out the exact time that this <laughs> deal was agreed to. Well, we did see this morning the team must have found out because there were some cryptic tweets and some things going on this morning, and the team found out, and then it started to leak out. And I had two or three people right away telling me the same name, and I'm like, wait, what? And uh, yeah. it, 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 it definitely uh, surprised me uh, a little a bit. Um, but as Justin Ellis says here, Jay, uh, give Dirk a season to coach up Nate or Matt and let them move into the OC position next season. Sounds like that, whether they come out and admit that or not, that might, you know, you could very easily see that being the plan, right? Yes, I, I could see that being – I. I think it is the plan, but that's just my opinion. I don't exactly know. I, I just think that 
your instincts kind of scream at you in situations like this. And that, that is what the instincts would suggest knowing what I know. What? Okay. So given that, given all this, I mean, there's how, how unique is this Jay? Just when, when you hear it's likely going to be for one year, Spencer's probably going to come out and say it's for one year. Um, again, in this day and age in college football, you want to win now. I get it. No one's guaranteed past a year anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But um, you know, I, I think in terms, it's just a, not something every day that you find out in March, okay, I'll do it for one year. And like I said, this affects a lot of players on the roster that have more than one year here. Um, it's just a unique uh, unique situation that he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll help you out again, but I really am done in December. Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with it, though. I mean, like, you know what you're getting into. And, you know, uh, if this is a case where what we think is going to happen um, his grooming of or, or coaching of, you know, maybe the next – guy that's going to call the Boise State offense is going to be just as important as, you know, being out recruiting at this point, you know? So, um, you know, I, I think that there is going to be a vision there. I think that things will be very clear. And there have been kind of situations like this in the past a little bit, BJ. I mean, when Brian Harson, correct me if I'm wrong here, when Brian Harson initially hired Zach Hill, um, I believe that's who it was, you know, Brian Harson called plays that first year. And then eventually Zach Hill took over the offense, right? And even later on down the line, there are points in times where Zach Hill was the OC at Boise State for a couple of years, and then Eric Kesaw became the co-OC, and then coincidentally later that year, Zach Hill left for Arizona State, and Eric Kesaw became the OC. So I, I think that things like this, they're, they're thought of, you know, uh, they're, the, the coach thinks of these things and how they're going to play out down the road. And so I, I don't think this is a, a super unique situation. I just think it's the most recent situation. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's just, uh, and again, you know, do you, everyone thinks the coach is going to be or player is going to be here for three, four years? That doesn't seem to happen. And so maybe just a, it, it's a one-year contract for everybody pretty much, right? So, I mean, uh, you, you never know. And this does give time to, to plan. But, uh, okay, Jade, so Dirk Cutter, this offense, what we've seen from Dirk Cutter, what we know of Dirk Cutter, what we know of Ashton Genty, now Malachi Nelson, how do you see Dirk Cutter uh, fitting in with this offense? I mean, look what happened when Dirk Cutter took over two years ago. They ran the ball effectively. He developed Talon Green. If you recall, the first game where Dirk was the play caller, they trailed uh, by a couple touchdowns at halftime against San Diego State, and then they rallied back and win that game with something like 35 unanswered points. I can't remember exactly uh, in, in the second half of that game. In that game, Talon Green threw the ball like eight times, and then by the end of the season – he was a more than competent passer that could really stretch the field. And, you know, Dirk, I think an area where Dirk is going to thrive too, you saw a guy like, and I know he's not, no longer here, Eric McAllister really took off when Dirk became the play caller, right? I think Dirk has an eye for talent and getting guys involved. I believe in the past that Dirk Cutter was high on a guy like Austin Bolt, you know? And so um, he has a, he has an eye for that and how to utilize that talent. And so I think they're going to run the ball. I think, I think you're going to see, um, you know, guys that are, that, that should be utilized in the offense, utilized in the offense. And man, the, the cupboard's full for him to come in. You know, I, I don't, I, I don't think that if you're, if you're Dirk, I don't think that you come in and want to go through like this whole like rebuild situation. And I, that's that 100% my opinion. I have, I have no idea, Yeah, but I think I think he sees the pieces that are in place. I think he sees that he can help this this program that means a lot to him be successful and he's willing to be that guy for, you know, another year. He I mean, BJ, he is he's a, he's elite. Like he is elite elite. Like now that Dirk Cutter is the offensive coordinator at Boise State, I think you could darn well argue Boise State is one of the best offensive coordinators in the country now. I mean, and you just you hate this, you know, already be going there, Jay. But like the the playoff comes into the go season. there. The the, go uh, there. the expectations for this team are already super high, and now you bring in a, a guy that you expect to make this offense go. Um, you know, again in a one year scenario, you know, you only have Ashton Genty for one more year. You you don't some of these guys. I mean, it's it's it, it's the it seems like one of the most perfect fits. I mean, would I have loved to have seen a guy like Mike Stanford come in here? Would I have loved to see? You know, I I think you could. You, there would have been a lot of positive things you could have done. And we don't know how the process kind of played out behind the scenes, um, but uh, for 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 what they have right now for one year, um, it's you know it, it is hard to argue that Dirk Cutters on this team not going to do a good job with this offense. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you, man. I agree, and 
I think that, um, I, like you said earlier, I'm I'm also confident in knowing that like he wasn't the only option, and there were some good options. And uh, Spencer Danison feels like this is the the best option for you know the the immediate future, uh, but also the distant future. Is I I just I guarantee he's a guy that has a plan. As we've seen previous head coaches at Boise State have a plan for for how they're going to navigate certain situations. Well, I want to thank a couple sponsors here real quick, Jay, and we'll continue this discussion. I, want, I do want to get to some of our comments as well from some of the fans here. Uh, Lithia Ford of Boise, they got five NIL deals, including three football players. And LithiaFordBoise.com, you can view their full inventory of vehicles. You can do what the Reigns family did. We found two we liked. We uh, did all the research on their website, went in, test drove them. We were on our way with our F-150. So uh, support the sponsors, support folks that are supporting Boise State Athletics, and and uh, you can get more information, view their full inventory of vehicles at lithiafordboise.com. Taco Bell, tacobellworks.com, the SON Management Group, the Nicolason family. We appreciate their support of Bronco Nation News as well. They are hiring, and they'll give you free food and half your wages the very next day after your shift. I mean, how do you beat that? Uh, so if you're looking for a new job, get more information at tacobellworks.com. And, uh, again, they've given a lot of money to Boise State, and we appreciate their support here at Bronco Nation News as well. The Blue and Orange Store, theblueandorangestore.com. Check them out, the Blue and Orange Store. Uh, free shipping, any order over $40, or if you're in the uh, Boise area, just go to the Boise Town Square Mall there on the second floor next to Pro Image. All your shirts, hats, uh, you name it, they got it at the Blue and Orange Store. And if you need a job, check out Transportation Compliance Service. Complete trucking management, all the paperwork and forms and DOT overweight permits, everything you need to get out there towing that first load in no time, uh, they can help you out. So if you've never thought about the trucking industry, highly recommend it. It's a good industry and uh, well-paying, and you can get more information at transcompservice.com. Also want to throw a, a quick shout-out while we have great viewership here. Our pool party is two weeks from a Friday. We hope folks will join us in Las Vegas if you're going down for the basketball tournament, and we are going to talk basketball here in a little bit. Reigns at bronconationnews.com. You can send me an email. We'll waive your $50 cover charge. Free entry to Stadium Swim for the BNN KTIK pool party. That is two weeks from Friday. We'll be out there all day doing live broadcasts, raffle for some free stuff, all kinds of stuff. So if you're going to Vegas for the conference tournament and you're interested, email me, reigns at bronconationnews.com. And maybe I'll get Dirk Cutter to play in this tournament, Jay Tuss. I know he's a big golf guy, and he was almost going to do it last year until he ran out of until he was out of town. But uh, May 31st, Timberstone Golf Course in Caldwell. We're benefiting the Idaho Youth Sports Commission with our third annual Bronco Nation News Golf Tournament. So um, we are only right now taking uh, whole sponsorships. And uh, if you played last year, we'll give you your spot back and reserve it for you. So email me at reigns, R-A-I-N-S, bronconationnews.com. If you are interested in a whole sponsorship, if you buy a whole sponsorship, that does give you the option to buy a foursome before we sell out also. So that's one way to lock in your spot. Uh, if, and uh, if you played last year or the year before, email me and you can get to advanced reservation. We're expecting this to sell out. We got 830 in the morning and 130 in the afternoon. We're getting 64 foursomes. We're going to sell this thing out and have a lot of fun with some of your favorite players and coaches. So May 31st, Timberstone Golf Course, um, RSVP, reigns at bronconationnews.com. Got a ton going on. Jay and I are both getting texts and returning texts and tons of fans, friends, boosters texting me shocked, wondering what's going on. I can't believe it. And it's uh, one of those crazy mornings, Jay. It is. Um, I The excitement's real, though. Um the guy since Spencer Danielson took over, he just hasn't disappointed, man. Like the the excitement is 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 real. So um, he did it again, and now Boise State has their offensive coordinator moving forward, and he's a proven commodity that gets to work with Ashton Genty. And you know, in the past, um, he liked to compare Ashton Genty to Maurice Jones Drew. I know, and uh, there are just some good stories about that. You know, that's back when Ashton was only a you know a true freshman contributing on this offense, and so uh, I, I'm just excited to see what they have, what they can dial up now. Um, but you know, I. When Bush left, I, I did. I, I thought Bush was a great play caller. And you go back and you look at the Mountain West Conference Championship game, and, man, that dude was near perfect calling plays in that contest. I mean, he was on fire in that game. And you go back to those moments, and you're just like, man, what could have been? And now, considering what they're able to bring in with him leaving, uh, we no longer have to ask. We, we can, we can, you know, go into the future and be excited about what what's going to happen because you just you just figure the continuity should be off the charts uh for Boise State with with the roster with the talent with the play calling with the play caller all of it 
I was a little, uh, you know, the Malachi Nelson hype and everything for this offense, Jay. I was kind of saying, I've been kind of saying, That's like, big. hey, let's, just, let's just, but I've been saying, like, let's just take a deep breath. Like, yes. this kid's a freshman. Like, I think a lot of people were expecting this team to score 40 points a game right away and just be an amazing team, amazing offense. And I think that's just, there's going to be so much hype. And now Robert says, you know, 50 points per game, possibly with this offense. <laughs> like, um, I, I mean, and, and I get it, Robert. Like, a lot of folks are thinking the same thing, Jay, but I just, I, I hope fans and media and everybody doesn't hype this whole thing up too much with Dirk coming back now that it's just going to be, unless they do score 50 a game and go undefeated, that it's going to be seen as, you know, some sort of disappointment. I'm going to give Bronco Nation a break today. Go crazy today. <laughs> go 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 crazy for a day, but then maybe take a deep breath and just kind of, yeah, di- dial it back just a little bit and be reasonable with expectations. But when you do bring in a talent like Malachi Nelson, who is coming to Boise State for a reason. He needs to be developed. He needs somebody to trust in him, right? Take time with him. And now you have a, one of the all-time greats devoting a year of, of, of that to Malachi Nelson. It's it's pivotal. That being said, I, I'm old enough to remember when Dirk was the offensive coordinator here last time, and he said very good things about Maddox Madsen that made us all go, who's Maddox Madsen at that point in time? That was before Maddox even ever played in a football game. So uh, I know that he has confidence in, in Maddox. Can't wait to see what he does with Malachi Nelson and and the rest of that quarterback room. And based on what I had heard, a lot of uh, when Dirk Cutter was, was the OC, and anytime Andy or any defensive coach, whatever, anytime anybody, Jay, wanted to kind of tell Dirk Cutter how things should be run, it was kind of like, hey, I'm coaching the offense or I ain't going to be here. And I think Spencer – uh, maybe I'm wrong on that, but I basically heard that, spe- that yeah. Dirk, Dirk ended up having pretty much his 100% say on that offense two years ago. And I think that uh, Spencer seems like the kind of defensive guy that will let his offensive coach and his offensive staff uh, coach offense. Like, uh, And I feel like Dirk Cutter is the perfect guy to come in and say, you handle the offense, we'll handle the defense, and uh, we'll, we'll see you on game day. Listen, I, I know things change once everything – you know, once the team gets into the heat of the battle – once you lose a game, um, things change, and I, I get that. But for right now, I, I think a big reason why it's why you know being on Spencer Danielson's staff is so attractive, whether you're a special teams coach, whether you're a safeties coach, whether you are the offensive coordinator, I think that Spencer Danielson is going to give his coaches autonomy. He has said in the past he's going to hire good people and empower good people. And if he holds true to that, that means that his assistant coaches will have the necessary autonomy to go out and do their jobs. And I, I think that's a, you know, I think that's a reason why even a guy like Dirk Cutter comes back for this is he, he doesn't want to come back here to be told what to do and all this stuff. He wants to come here to share his knowledge and, and attack this thing. And I think that he'll be empowered to do so just like every other assistant on Boise state staff. What do you make of the lack of continuity, though, at offensive coordinator at Boise State? And it looks like that's obviously going to continue here. I mean, uh, Dirk Cutter, and I guess you go back to fifth now, but, I mean, he's going to be the sixth offensive coordinator since 2019, which means you'll have a, you know, theoretically a seventh. And I guess if you count, mm-hmm. you know, I guess you stay at six if you count him. But going into next year, you're going to have likely another offensive coordinator. Um, right. Like I said, maybe it's just part of the deal. It's one-year deals. It's all this. It's fine. And if you hire a guy in December, maybe it's much easier to get his offense in there by March but uh you know maybe that's just Boise State but it really would be nice if you could find a guy that was here for you know more than one or two years and, and it just seems like this is going to be another kind of stopgap situation here. Well, let's kind of go back and um and, and break this down a little bit and I guess we go back to the Harson era for that matter so Mike Sanford's the play caller right in that in that 2014 season um he leaves uh for you know a incredible job opportunity and they promote Eli Eli Drinkowitz to that that position right yep so that was that was an internal promotion um after that uh gosh man was Zach Hill immediately after drink believe so I, yes I, I believe so because i believe that's why harson called plays for a year but because zach hill did have uh ripping for at least a year because he named his kid after him right so you have a zach hill as an external hire so but still the continuity was brian harson calling plays so then zach hill leaves and you have eric Keysaw internal promotion internal hire right so a, a lot of these guys uh you know that staff leaves and then Tim Plow comes in from the outside get that uh Dirk Cutter replaces him I don't 
you know, internal extra, I don't know what you want to call that. I mean, he was on staff at that point in time and had great knowledge of the city. So then Boise State goes out and they get Bush Hamden. I guess what I'm saying is it, it's not like every single year they're hitting the reset button. They're e- even though the title of offensive coordinator is changing. Yeah. There still is continuity with who is, you know, uh, stepping into that role for the most part. And I guess what I'm saying is if if that actually is how it plays out, hypothetical, Dirk's here for a year, Matt Miller, again, hypothetically gets promoted. Well, Matt's been here for like six years or longer or whatever. You mm-hmm. throw in his playing days. The dude's been here for over a decade. So sure. I know that I know the title is is changing and that's not insignificant. But there still is a plan and continuity with with the 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 past and and the future, I guess. Somebody was asking about Zach Hill naming his kid. I think he was they were, they already liked the name Brett, but it did have it did happen that they had a son named Brett during during when Brett Rippon was the quarterback here, I believe. So uh, there is a little bit of uh, truth to that. Uh, Paul wants think, Ashton. What I think they, I think they were thinking that they named him. He named him Rip. Oh no no, it's Brett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want Ashton Gentry to be on the Heisman Trophy stage at the end of the season. Do those odds increase now with uh, Dirk Cutter being here? Absolutely, I I do absolutely. I think they do. I don't. I, I'm going to take that back. I don't know if they change from when Bush, like if Bush Hamden was still the offensive coordinator. I, I don't know if they change drastically one way or the other. But when there wasn't an offensive coordinator throughout the hiring process, I would say those odds took a dip. Now that Dirk is the guy. They at least get back to where Bush was, if not better. And the rest of the staff knows him too. You're not you're bringing in a guy a week and a half before spring ball starts. But I mean, I think almost every coach was here when he was here. Still, right? Didn't every offensive coach yeah. come back? Yes. Yeah, Tim Keene, Nate Potter, Matt Miller. I mean, the only one is the quarterbacks coach and the offensive coordinator and Bush Hamden, who he's replacing, right? People are saying Bush over oh, Dirk. I, I, mean, I, I take that back. Running backs coach, right? James Montgomery's only been here a year. Is that correct? First year? Was that, or has he been here two years? I think it was two. Is it two? Okay. All I don't right. Remember. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Time, maybe it's been maybe, one. Maybe time's, maybe time's just passing maybe just on the, me. Yeah, I, yeah, it's an interesting one. Uh, but either, either way, almost the entire staff, if that is the case. So that makes it come in easy. And you got to you saw all the emojis from the players and stuff, man. You got to think this fires up the players. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. They they're another, you know, they get to learn from an all time great, a guy with NFL ties, NFL connections. Like, there's no way that this does not fire them up. All right, we're getting uh, we're getting you know seven people right away telling us it was only his first year last year. So yeah, you're you're, you're, you're right. You're right. I just I just use utilize this uh, little thing called Google and uh, Google search. One year for James. I cannot wait to hear Spencer Danielson talk about this and kind of how they are going to publicly frame this, Jay, in terms of, is, I mean, is Dirk Cutter going to do a single bit of recruiting? I mean, last year when last year when they had their weekend where the coaches went out recruiting, whenever Dirk Cutter was here the first time, the other coaches left and went out recruiting. He literally went and played golf in McCall. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm very curious, like, and, and, I mean, how how this is going to be framed publicly and, and um, how do you add to your roster for next season and add to the quarterback position or wherever else when you can't say, or maybe they're going to come out and say, that, yeah, Matt Miller's our OC in 2025, or maybe they come out and say, or maybe they're at least telling that to recruits, but I'll be curious how this is framed publicly. Well, I believe if, uh, I mean, well, two parts to this. I don't think Dirk Cutter would, would do this for money or, or needs to do this for money for any, for that, for that matter. But I do think that that has a little bit of a, a factor in what you what you get out of him or ask him to do, I guess, right? So last time he did this, like he was, um, you know, an offensive analyst where, you know, those guys don't, again, money, not the, the reason why he's doing that at that point in time. And then he got like a pro-rated salary when he became the offensive coordinator. I, I, I'm curious on the, the setup of this deal, the framework of this deal. I mean, if he takes over for Bush and is making half, you know, darn near half a million dollars to be the offensive coordinator of Boise State, I think some of the things you ask him to do could be different than than his previous. Well, he the money budgeted. Time. I mean, give it to him for the year. I don't know. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I agree. Maybe he shouldn't uh, get quite as much. So if you're right, if he's not going to recruit or he's not going to do some of this, and it's a one year, maybe he gets three fifty instead of four fifty or something. I. I I don't I guess time will tell once we see those figures or the expectations or whatever it is. But 
Um, I also I just think what you're going to get out of Dirt Cutter, even if it is only for one year, is is well worth it. I, I think it's going to be pivotal to Malachi Nelson's development, uh, Maddox Madsen's development, any quarterback on that roster. Uh, you know, the new kids coming in, things like that. Like this is this will be a year that, I mean, if if he's not let's say, let's just say this, if he's not out on the road recruiting, but you know, he he gets extra time to spend with those quarterbacks to make sure that they're developing. I, I don't see anything wrong with that, man. Our title sponsor, Andy Rowe, and again, uh, support this guy. There would be no Bronco Nation news without Rowe painting. We appreciate Andy Rowe. He says, incredible news, just incredible. Let the dude live in his cabin in McCall and golf in the summer and send the young guys out to recruit. So uh, hey. can't really disagree with that. And, uh, again, RowePaint.com. Check him out, folks. <laughs> hey, Andy there you go. Has, has never has never steered us wrong, so I'm going to go with Andy. Although on somebody one. did respond and asked if he's learned how to make a free throw yet based on his commercial. <laughs> Come on, Andy. What? That is true here. Hey, him, we, we need well, a free throw contest with him nah, and Johnny Ball. Him and Johnny Ball game both. Uh, you guys, both. you guys aren't paying attention to the commercial. Apparently, he's not. He's not made to shoot free throws. He's made hey. to do. He's made to do what he does really good. Right? Like that's the, exactly. that's the story. Story of the commercial. Yes, I see they, it. I've only seen it 784 times on this show. Yes, that's right. Probably more than that. And it's great. We appreciate uh, we appreciate Ro Payne, Andy Rowe, of course, our title sponsor. I do, in a minute here at some point, Jay, want to switch over to basketball for a few minutes while we have Let's you. Let's do it. Um, but any, any final thoughts? Uh, we have 345 people still watching this, and I'm sure we'll lose half of them when we switch over to uh, – see, here's the answer, Jay. Andy Rowe is better in the paint. Oh, there it is. There it is. That is the answer. I think you've already found uh, the production value for next year's commercial. There you go. That is uh, that's perfect right there, Bronco 130. Uh, and I know I'm sure we'll lose some of you when we switch to basketball here in a minute. I wish we wouldn't. Um, but uh, just your, your your final thoughts on Dirt Cutter, Jay. Anything anything we haven't said yet? Or no. I just I mean, get your popcorn ready, man. This uh, spring ball, this season, we're already super excited about it. But it's going to be excitement at an all time high here, man. It will be. Um, I, I think I've said it all so far, at least because that's you know what we know. BJ, great great hire. Uh, excited for the program because this is good for the program. All right, man, let's take a quick 90-second timeout and talk a little basketball. There is a big game tonight. The Broncos are uh, right behind me, I believe, having breakfast. The bus has already pulled up, so they're getting ready to head to the Air Force Academy for shoot-around. Uh, we'll talk a little basketball here and maybe dibble back into football at the end. We'll see. Don't go anywhere. Back in 90 seconds here on Bronco Nation News. All Bronco Nation News broadcasts come from the Cutwater Spirits Canned Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of premix premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Spirits, perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Our title sponsor is RowPaint.com. For all your commercial, industrial, residential painting needs, check out RowPaint.com. Don't forget about their concrete coatings. Transform that ugly concrete slab on your back patio in your garage in just one day. Contact RowPaint.com for a free estimate today. The official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics and our title sponsor at Bronco Nation News is RowPaint.com. Idaho Central Credit Union has been helping members achieve financial success for more than 80 years. There's an ICCU branch on almost every corner, but the closest is in your pocket with free e-branch mobile and online banking. See why more than 500,000 members love ICCU and join one in four Idahoans by making the switch today at ICCU. Since 1984, Ridley's Family Markets has prided itself on being a hometown food and drug store that employed value members of the local community. Ridley's Family Markets has 13 locations in the state of Idaho and many more in the surrounding states. Download the new Ridley's app to your smartphone, get savings up to 40% off at the checkout line, and find a location near you at shopridleys.com. Former Bronco Matt Bowsher is once again the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Let them fulfill all your real estate needs at BowsherRealEstate.com. Jay, I think there is history of uh, football news overshadowing basketball news in this town. And that's the first thing I thought of this morning when I Man. was literally walking out of my hotel room door with all my equipment, getting ready to do the show. And then I get the, the barrage of calls and texts from my sources saying what was happening. I'm, like, I'm going to sit back down for a few more minutes. And I just kind of thought, oh, here we go again. Um, and tonight's game certainly not, you know, the hype of Saturday's game against New Mexico or the Mountain West champ. If it's happened, you know, the day of the semifinals of the tournament or something. But uh, Boise State trying to win their fourth game in a row, mm. and, and it took us uh, 34 minutes to get talking about it here. I mean, uh, uh, that's just the way it works sometimes, but uh, still is a fairly important game tonight for the basketball team. Yeah, it is. Sorry, I, I, I know we said we were done talking about football, um, and it's – 
you're right, man. It, it, it It's weird how there's breaking news or something that always just kind of pops up on a big basketball day. Bush Hamden leaving, Dirt Cutter getting hired. Uh, other other things have happened, too, along the way. I will say it is it is funny. Uh, Colt Fulton. I don't know. Did you see this tweet from Colt Fulton? Uh, apparently, apparently on uh, Saturday, February 10th at 1 p.m., he texted Dirt Cutter. I guess it's time to come back. And he just tweeted out. I called it. Huh. so that's kind of that's kind of funny but um anyways yeah you know the, the basketball team out on the road at air force and uh, a game that they need you know i don't want to call every game a big game but uh, a game that they have to have in order to stay on track and i think that well actually ubj i believe that you tweeted this out that that tyson dagenhart and, and the guys saw what happened when air force beat new mexico and it kind of you know, refocus them to to take care of business in Wyoming. Well, I'm assuming that's the same message today. If now they're actually playing Air Force, who just won at the pit, um, an extremely difficult challenge. So they won't overlook them, and it just crazy. It is just crazy to me, man. You know, Boise State blows out Air Force by 38. The same Air Force team that is now won at UNLV by 32 and won at the pit. It's cra- uh, that's. And those are their only two wins in the conference. Those are their only two wins in the conference. Like two, two really, really good wins, both on the road. So I guess if anything, that's you're lucky to get them at home. I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, they actually Jay piped in. I don't know how they did it, but they actually um, piped in on the actual like TVs on the bus the last like minute or two of that game. It, it literally was the perfect timing while they were busing. And if anyone's ever been to Laramie, their hotel, you could almost walk to the arena. Like it's literally a two minute bus ride. And they, uh, it was like literally the last minute of that game, the entire team coaching staff, all were watching. I heard they were hooting and hollering. I mean, it was, they were getting into the game a little bit and, and uh, now they see that they have to play them uh, tonight. There is a little bit of news, Jay. There's a wildfire on campus. Uh, they, they are keeping the campus closed uh, during the day to the, to uh, the, the general public, but at four o'clock, um, if you have a ticket to the game and, and those working the game uh, media, you know, so to speak, at 4 o'clock, they are opening up Clune Arena to fans. So there will be fans. There was only about 1,000 at their game against UNLV, so it's not like they're going to have a packed house tonight by by any means, Jay. But there will be, you know, after some worry that they might have to play in front of an empty arena, kind of COVID style tonight, they are going to have some fans back in there. And, and, Jay, you look at the net ranking. Boise stayed up another spot today to number 31, a season high in the net ranking. And um, you look at these last two weeks, I think they've gone up 18 spots in the last, like, uh, 17 days with some of these blowout wins. And you go back to that uh, after the Utah State loss to where they where they are now. And I know they're beating up on bad teams, but that's what the net ranking is, and they're doing what they're supposed to. And you look, Jay, at the big picture here, and, and I know some folks, like, I get texts every day from friends, whoever's like, why is Boise State not getting more love in this bracketology? Why are they not higher up? Like, you look at their, their resumes, and they're very similar to a lot of these other teams in the Mountain West, and I think a lot of it was. I put up another tweet, Jay, again, probably one of the most tweets that I – was proud about that no one saw because five minutes later the dirt cutter stuff came out but um i looked at all the six contenders where they started the net and where they are now and every other team started about where they are almost i mean new mexico started at 36 san diego state started at 24 utah state 34 colorado state started at seven and nevada started at 21 and all these teams have about held steady where they were new mexico's up 10 san diego state up six utah state's up five then you have colorado state and nevada are actually down 20 spots from where they started Boise State started the first day in the net at 131. Boise State is up 100 spots in the net ranking since it first came out. And so I feel like the hype all year has been on these other teams, Jay, and and they're kind of doing what they're staying steady. But Boise Mm -hmm. State has continued to make this massive improvement, and I don't think that folks have realized that their rankings and their resume are right on par with these other teams. Yeah, it's – obviously people pay attention to the net, right? And – the net up until now wasn't probably giving Boise State their their due. But I also think that Boise State's flipped the script a little bit. You know, you saw New Mexico and some of these teams out of conference, you know, pummel some teams and it it paid off with their net ranking. And now Boise State, it almost feels like it is like, all right, if that's the way you want it, we're taking the glo- we're yeah. gonna take we're gonna take the gloves off and we're not gonna beat San Jose State by 12. We're gonna beat them by 32. And it it it's unfortunate because I don't think that this one way or the other reveals, you know, how good this basketball team is. But 
they're playing the game. They've blown out some teams that are lesser competition. And now all of a sudden they've made a massive rise in, in the net rankings. And I mean, from an individual standpoint too, man, Boise state's got some dudes that are playing really well right now, BJ. I mean, you want to look at what Max Rice is, is done in the month of February. He's shooting 48.7% from three in the month of February. That's, Tied for 34th best in the country, second in the Mountain West for anybody that shot at least 33s in the month of February. Now, I know you might say 34th best in the country doesn't seem too great. There are like, there are thousands yeah. of players in the NCAA, right? Oh, so yeah. to, to be that high is, is significant. And Max has been one of the best shooters in all of college basketball during the month of February. Um, speaking of shooting efficiencies, Tyson Dagenhart. BJ, there have been 918 players in the NCAA that have attempted at least 60 shots during the month of February, right? 918. Tyson ranks ninth on that list in shooting percentage this month at 65.7%. He's a ridiculous 74% from two, 41% from three, 86% from the free throw line. He's averaging 22 points per game this month, BJ. I do think it is time, considering Boise State is tied for first place, to start talking about Tyson Dagenhart in the Mountain West Player of the Year race. And I do we can talk he, about it. I think he should be in the conversation, but I think that the hype of Ladie yes. and Grant Osibor are probably too high. Absolutely. He he is a he's probably a distant third at this point. And I get that. But hey, he's third, in my opinion. And I think as you've seen New Mexico, Colorado State slide down the standings, yeah. hey, whether it be Jalen House, Donovan Dent, um, Isaiah Stevens, all of those guys are Mountain West player of the year caliber, right? Yeah. But to be to, but to win that award, you always almost always have to contend for the title. And right now, those two teams are just gonna have a tough time contending for a title. They need to win out and they need a lot of help. So I think right now, if you're asking me my pecking order, it's it's Ladie at 1A, Osibor at 1B, and then you have Dagenhart behind them. But Dagenhart right now, I, I I would argue, is playing as good as anyone in the league. At this he's, point in time, in, in during the month of February, he's playing as good, if not better, than anyone else in the league. Certainly a first-team all-level type player. I mean, there's yes. seven, seven, eight, nine, ten guys deserving a first team. But I do think if, if uh, New Mexico, you know, uh, if New Mexico continues to falter here, I, I'm not sure you could put any of those guys on the first team. That's what I mean. Uh, they're they're kind of trending in the wrong direction as a team. I mean, they're 20 and seven now, and that is a, a, here. It, it's so funny because yeah, there are are fans from you know whether it be New Mexico fans towards Boise State, Boise State fans towards New Mexico, where they get upset with each other. Hey, what, what, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Look at the, look at the greater picture here. Like everybody, guys, you want New Mexico to be high. You want New Mexico to make the NCAA tournament. If you really did break it down, though, I, I do think you would find some holes in New Mexico's NCAA tournament resume at this point. But again, you you do want them to put themselves in a position to get to the NCAA tournament because it's it's best for the conference. Yeah. And I had a little thing that I found on the Bracketologist website where you can put the resumes right next to each other. And maybe I'll save that for Friday. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it's uh, – I mean, after the Utah State game, Jay, a lot of fans, and rightfully so, maybe based with how those two losses went on the road. But I think a lot of people were, oh, here comes the February slide or here's this. And there was some, there was some negativity coming in. But I, I kept the optimism because I saw they had this four-game stretch coming up. We saw who they were – the other teams had to play in the league. And, I mean, Jay – through three games, you literally cannot have asked for more. Not only are you winning these games, you're blowing these teams out. You're improving your metrics. Uh, BartTorvik.com, since the uh, day of the uh, San Jose game, when Boise State got back for these last three games, essentially, Boise State has the number five offense in the country uh, the last three games uh, during this 10-day stretch. So um, Robbie Anderson's coming on. You mentioned Max hitting shots, Buzo's hitting shots, and and the bench. The bench has come on. We've gotten great minutes you, you've seen for these guys uh, – uh, from from uh, Cam Martin and and uh, Jace Whiting continues to, to make big shots and knock down threes. Keen and Meadow both getting an opportunity now. I mean, they went from earlier this season where they literally had four guys score against San Jose State and the bench barely, <laughs> barely, the bench barely playing in some of these games to now having nine guys that you feel pretty confident can go out there and help you. And at elevation again tonight, you're probably going to need the bench to help you out again tonight. 
But I think one thing that's important about the bench, though, is to see those guys come off excited to make an impact, not like, okay, how, how do I get into the flow of the game? And you're starting to see the demeanor, the attitude of R.J. Keene, which I, I we hyped up you know, way back when we thought he was going to be a part of their rotation at the beginning of the season, and it's taken a little while longer. But you see Keene step on the floor now, and I, I, I feel like you see the attitude that, that we knew he could bring to this team. You see Cam Martin really starting to um, – I mean, he, I think he's 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 long been embracing his role as a passer, but now it's like a playmaking passer, right? Like these guys are really starting to lean in and own their roles. And that's why I, I just maybe we haven't seen this team peak yet. And if we are talking about a team that has done what Boise State has done that hasn't peaked yet. Yikes. Well, in closing, Jay, I mean, one game to go. The, the three games are nice, but it, none of these three mean nothing if they go lay an egg tonight at Air Force. Right. But, but if, they're, if they're able to finish strong, get another, you know, just win. I don't think you, you carried too much at this point with what you've already done on this three-game stretch about trying to improve the metrics and all that. You're in a pretty good spot, so you just want to win. But if you can, you know, win by double digits and keep this thing rolling. Yeah. I mean, I already looked on the map today. Unless there's more, Jay, that they haven't released yet, Saturday's game's already almost sold out. I saw, like, I counted, like, 50 tickets left for Saturday's game. And maybe that's because they haven't put them all on sale yet. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, if you win today, 6 p.m. on a Saturday, one of the final two home games, and I believe with the 9 p.m. game for senior night, Jay, to the, the better crowd, the better atmosphere, fans are going to choose Saturday's game to come to. Um, I think Saturday could be electric, man, and, and this team just continues to steamroll forward. I think uh, you don't want to get too far ahead of yourselves, and you hope the team certainly is not focusing on this game. But about 9 o'clock tonight, 9.15 tonight on the postgame show, it could be a uh, you know just, just three days of hype looking ahead to Saturday. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. If there, if there is any positive about the way the network rankings are currently emphasizing what is ultimately margin of victory. Um, you look at Fresno State, or what San Diego State did at Fresno State. You look at what Nevada did at, at San Jose State. You look at what Boise State has done in some of their recent games. Uh, you get to watch uh, high-caliber basketball until about the end of a game because there is no longer just uh, – you, you have no room to slip up. Like I, I feel like it heightens everyone's urgency, right? Yep. You know that you can't just like – do enough to win a game anymore you have to go and you have to play your best from start to finish and go do some work and so when you're going on the road and we talk about these trap games and things like that I think it almost eliminates that because whether Boise State will say it or or they, I mean they would never say it I'm not gonna even say we'll say it or not they, don't, they won't say it um, and I get why they wouldn't say it they're I, I would assume BJ like they're they're not just worried about winning this game tonight like they know that they have to take care of business tonight, meaning a 10 plus point win. I'm not saying that they, they're thinking that going into the game, but they know that there's a sense of urgency there where we got we have to take care of business tonight because well, some, sometimes wins just aren't good enough. Uh, again, I, they're not going to come out and say that, but like I do think there is something mentally to it where it just forces you to not overlook anybody and just think, how do we just get by this one? Yeah, you're not necessarily just saying we got to win by one. Your, your scoreboard is, all right, we're starting 10 in the hole. Or whatever. I mean, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're there's, there is different you're, ways to look at it. And you're, you're going to kenpalm.com, you're yeah. finding Ken Palm's number, and you're like, you're, you're, that's a good way to look at it. Okay, we're, we're down 10 to start this thing. We have to really ask about tonight's game. I believe it's 11 on the Ken Palm number tonight, and the Faneuil Wilder has nine and a half, is what the Vegas line is. Um, and I think there's no perfect, whether they'll say it or not, Jay, I think there's no perfect, uh, more example than that than like even in the Wyoming game. You're up 20, and there's three minutes left, and you had four starters still in there. Yep. Exactly. And so that's why some folks have wanted to get on Leon about maybe not playing the bench as much. It's a new age in college basketball. You just can't do that. You can't empty the bench because if you win by 16 instead of 26, th that stuff matters. But that's also why I feel like Leon has found a way to work his bench into earlier in games so that they make sure they put the hammer down late in games and finish off those those wins in a, in a strong fashion that really helps their resume. Well, Jay, appreciate you jumping on. I know yeah. you're technically on a vacation, so we appreciate you kind for giving of. us a giving us a net, net, man. This job, there's no there's no days off though in this job, as you know, man. Um, I I thought we might hear something tomorrow ish, and then it takes all it as you know, it takes one text. He makes you sit up in your chair. Uh, God bless my wife, who I thought I was gonna you know take care of feeding the kids breakfast today. She took over that. <laughs> and, um, it's it's crazy how things can kind of kind of flip well if your phone's anything like mine i got about 15 texts to respond to so uh <laughs> appreciate it jay i know it's a busy day but we appreciate it and we'll be uh talking to you uh maybe friday we'll see what we uh, what we work out here sounds good bud
Thanks, man. There he is, Jay Tuss. Appreciate him for joining us. We can keep this rolling for a couple more minutes. I'm in the lobby of the uh, Colorado Springs Marriott. You can see there's the uh, team bus over there off my uh, shoulder right there. They're uh, getting they're getting ready to load up. It looks like heading to uh, heading to their shoot around at the. Uh, Clune Arena here in a little bit. I know a couple of you had asked. Uh, yes, they are allowing fans for the game tonight. I know they have a wildfire on campus. And actually, by the way, it got super cloudy right now. I can't tell if it's snowing or what's going on, but it uh, has been great weather down here. But right now, uh, outside, I'll show you a quick uh, quick view of the mountains. It is uh, clouded up, and you can barely see the mountains uh, much, to be honest with you, right there uh, out the, the hotel uh, window. But uh, excited to be here. Big game tonight. And uh, it looks like some snow flurries are uh, starting to fall uh, out there. Uh, but uh, it's been a fun trip here with the team and appreciate uh, all of them for, uh, um, you know, giving me the access to practice and the coverage and things like that. And, and always appreciate that. And I happen to be at the, the same hotel here. So we had some interviews and stuff on yesterday's show and uh, excited to uh, see the game tonight, Boise state air force. And then uh, obviously full coverage of Dirk cutter becoming and returning as Boise state's offensive coordinator. I believe there'll be some media availability. Some of you have asked on that. I don't know when that will be. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be uh, today, tomorrow. Um, with my luck, it'll probably be today at some point while I'm still out of town. But uh, hopefully they'll at least make it on Zoom or do it uh, virtually on the phone uh, until we get back, obviously, uh, tomorrow morning. My uh, flight is about 9 a.m. But uh, just crazy news. Again, never you never know in this business what, uh, what what's going to happen. And you wake up ready to talk about a big basketball game and then uh, – Dirk Cutter returns as OC. I'm sure. I'm sure uh, Tim Duria has some thoughts on Dirk Cutter returning as. Uh, as uh, he's a fist pump from. Give him the fist pump there, Tim. <laughs> there for one, somebody's excited about uh, Dirk Cutter returning. Yeah, it's been, uh, uh, man, uh, crazy news, un un unexpected for for sure to say the least, and and um, to uh, to have Dirk Cutter returning is. Uh, it's sure going to make you want to get your, uh, your, your popcorn out. I mean, uh, it's certainly going to uh, make this an exciting spring. And as we said, from a standpoint of, you know, making it work and making it fit and in 10 days till, uh, till spring practice starts, uh, certainly he's going to be the most seamless fit, I think, from that standpoint. Uh, but I still think there's a ton of uh, layers to this in terms of uh, only being here for one year and what that does recruiting-wise and everything else. And I'll be uh, very curious kind of how this uh, – how this plays out publicly and what they're willing to admit or say. My understanding is this is just a one-year deal, one-year contract, help us out right now, and then we'll uh, do something else. And I do think someone earlier in the show mentioned the possibility of Boise State promoting either uh, Matt Miller or uh, Nate Potter after this year. I certainly think that is uh, something that is uh, possible um, at, at some point here. So uh, I think that if you're trying to play this thing out, that's certainly one of the, uh, one of the things. Um, a lot of you were asking about Mike Sanford. Don't want to get into it too much yet. I have to talk to Mike again and kind of see what he's willing for me to say. So I'm just going to take the take that route for now. As you guys know, I do have a working relationship with him, a friend relationship with him, and I'm not sure uh, what will come out or what should come out, and I don't want to say anything that I shouldn't at this point. So um, may have some more thoughts on whether or not he was or wasn't part of the process or, or what he wants to say, but I don't want to burn any bridges there and say the wrong thing. So I'm just not going to say – anything at all. And I'm not ignoring those of you that asked, but just uh, not really sure how to handle that at this point, just to be completely honest with you. So um, somebody asked about Andrew Meadows three. Um, yes, I actually have seen a picture of that. Um, and uh, it was 20 and it should have been 19. It was well across the line. They didn't even, uh, didn't even return it, uh, review it. Um, so um, I can tell you that uh, my understanding is it's a, a much more veteran officiating crew the rest of the season. So uh, on a Saturday against Wyoming, you can't expect to get decent refs, but you got some big games coming up and uh, TV games. Those are always important for the big refs to get on TV. Um, and they, they want the product to be, you know, as good as possible. So I would suspect Tonight, you'll recognize a couple of the officials, and it's probably going to be better crews the rest of the season. Uh, the weekday games are always better. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, you always get better refs because there's less games, especially on Tuesdays. The West Coast refs, there's not a lot of games on Tuesdays, so I would suspect tonight you'll have a much better officiating crew. Uh, again, the game is at 7 o'clock, and then uh, 6 o'clock, the pregame show. We'll be, uh, excuse me, we'll be live at 6 o'clock. The Lithia Florida Boise pregame show, 6 o'clock. And by the way, you see it down there at the bottom of the screen. And again, we're not tooting our own, own horn by saying this, but uh, Bronco Nation News uh, did did uh, break the story. We were the first to report that uh, Dirk Cutter was coming back as offensive coordinator. So even down here 
uh, covering a, a basketball game and getting ready for a show. Uh, we were the first to get a story posted and have the news broke that uh, Dirk Cutter was coming back. And so, again, don't say that to pat myself on the back or brag, but um, you have, you know, certain choices you can go to with your money and your dollars for, for subscriptions and things like that. And when it comes to Boise State coverage, uh, we would love if you're able to throw a couple of those our way uh, because we believe that the proof is in the pudding in terms of being the, the, the first spot folks think about and go to for their Boise State news. And uh, once again today, I think that was evident by uh, having the story up first and, and breaking the news on social media that uh, Dirk Cutter was uh, coming to Boise State. And obviously Jay Tuss was, was shortly behind and we were – several minutes ahead of anybody else uh, that are still kind of looking at it. So uh, again, this being down here on the road, we're giving you good content. You're watching a free show right here, uh, but this all does cost money for uh, plane flights and hotels and things like that. So if you're able to help us out and uh, you're approving of the product, we can do a uh, $6.99 a month, or you can just do a one-time fee of $50. If you use that code down at the bottom, BNN 50 deal, you'll get a, a daily email. I'm going to go back after this show and add to the story. Um, I only had a couple uh only had a couple uh, paragraphs in there because I wanted to get it online really quickly. So now that this show is over, I'm going to uh, go and or when the show ends, I'm going to go back and add to the story and give some more thoughts and bulk that up. And we'll send out an email. So sub subscribers get a, a daily email. Uh, you get exclusive access to some shows and things and, and giveaways and uh, all kinds of stuff coming. And, and uh, uh, we have another very, very cool announcement that I think coming in the next day or two. Uh, maybe on Friday, we're going to announce that. But uh, making history bnn making more history uh and we have some uh, another announcement coming in the next couple of days on that and uh, all this stuff costs costs money so again if you're able to help us um not trying to beg or brag or that are we're good or whatever and beg for your dollars but again 50 bucks for a full year bnn 50 deal use the promo code at the bottom we'll take 20 dollars off your first year and uh, mike prater i can guarantee you mike prater is writing a column on uh, on this on uh, spencer danielson going with uh dirt cutter and you want to read from mike prater um you have to uh, go on. Oh, someone says Pete Thamel shouted me out as first. That'd be nice. I hadn't seen that. Uh, usually that doesn't happen. Uh, so that would be uh, nice if that's actually the uh, actually ends up being the case. Um, how about that? We'll have to see if he gives me the. Uh, I don't see his uh, tag on there yet. Maybe he did though. Hopefully he tagged my Twitter handle so I can get some more followers. But yeah. Uh, oh, there you go. Looks like at BJ Reigns was first. There you go. I guess I did get a – it was in his second one. He says, can confirm they will hire. So it took him to his second tweet to get to it, not in the first news tweet. But I'll take it. Shout out from Pete Thamel of ESPN on Twitter. Yeah, I'll take that. So um, uh, appreciate uh, appreciate that, I guess, from him. Thank you, Pete. They don't usually do that very often. So that was great. So uh, there you go. Appreciate uh, that. Appreciate all of you guys uh, for watching. Again, we are two weeks away from the pool party. I hope some of you are going to join me. I'm paying your cover charge, free cover charge to get in. All the games will be on TV. I'm going to have a private cabana for paying subscribers. You get some food, some drinks. Uh, we have a private pool just for everyone that comes as part of this group. You don't have to be a paying subscriber to get into the pool and hang out with us. They'll be doing uh, Johnny and Prater's show there. My show will be there. Uh, it's going to be the best, biggest, most epic event Bronco Nation News has ever done. We're already over 100 people confirmed. So if you want to hang out with other Boise State fans and get ready for the semifinals on Friday, um, hopefully you'll make plans to join us. But again, you got to RSVP in advance. Reigns at BroncoNationNews.com. And we would love to have you. And as I said earlier, our golf tournament's coming up as well. If you played last year, email me and I'll save your spot. Um, if you're the general public and you just want to play, we're going to put that on sale in a couple of weeks. We do expect it to sell out. So save the date and start putting your team together. And uh, if you're interested in getting a spot early, uh, we, we do have some sponsorship packages available. So if you want to uh, sponsor a hole and uh, have a chance to set up a booth and stuff at your hole and guarantee yourself a force in that way, send me an email, uh, reigns at bronconationnews.com. And uh, uh, we got to try to get Dirk Cutter in this golf tournament now, I think. So uh, we'll have to uh, – I know he's been interested in wanting to play before. So um, very uh, – very curious there and uh, that, that he's back now. And, man, what a day. What a day. Dirt cutter. Not what I woke up expecting to. Uh, you know, sometimes you hear this stuff in advance and you write stories and you wait. You know, I knew about the uh, Stacey Collins thing for two weeks and I had a story written and was waiting and waiting. And then it finally came out. But uh, this one, literally in about a span of about 30 seconds, I got two texts and a call all saying the same name. And I was just like, are you serious? Dirt cutter is coming back? Like, wow. So uh, huge news. And uh, when do they set the Mountain West Tournament uh, bracket. That'll be the uh, next Saturday. We'll know that in about 12 days. Next Saturday night, when the uh, last conference game is played, Boise State's last game is Friday at San Diego State. There are some games on Saturday, including that Utah State-New Mexico game, which could have some big impact. So then we'll know all the uh, game times and everything uh, out there on uh, on Saturday night to get ready for the tournament the following week. So uh, only four games left. Certainly a big one tonight. The snow begins to fall here out, out the window. 
Um, so we'll see what that does uh, weather-wise uh, here moving forward. But uh, a couple of years ago, I remember there just being a, a ton of snow and getting snowed in, and and uh, it was a that was a crazy time here. A couple of a couple of uh... hey, there's Bob Beeler by the way. We'll give him another shout out. Bob, they can see you. They're giving you another shout out here in the background. There he is, the great uh, Bob Beeler waving uh, voice of the Broncos, getting ready as they get ready to leave for uh, shoot around. And uh, you can hear Bob and Abe tonight on the call. Uh, they'll be on KBOI at about six thirty, and then they'll have the game broadcast at seven. Uh, but you can start it off. Uh, start it off with us, Bronco Nation News, six o'clock tonight. We will be live. We'll have more reaction on the Dirk Cutter uh, situation. We'll have show you a live look at warm-ups of the basketball game. We'll hear from Leon Rice. Abe Jackson's going to join me live. So uh, 6 o'clock tonight, grab a couple of cut waters and make plans to join us at 6 o'clock on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and, of course, here on YouTube. If you can give us a, a little like on this broadcast, help us move a little higher in the uh, algorithms and things, we would love that. Uh, if you can make sure you subscribe on YouTube, that's free and easy. Uh, and, again, tell your friends, share these broadcasts, do whatever you can. And as I said, if you're at all able to help us out, $6.99 a month or $50 for the full year, we'd love to have you become a paying subscriber of Bronco Nation News because, man, if you weren't already fired up about Boise State football in the future and now with what the basketball team's doing, uh, get in now because uh, Mike Prater, myself, all the exclusive content that we got coming, we're going to give you 24-7 coverage of the Broncos like nobody else will. So appreciate you guys for checking us out. Uh, thank you so much again. Go subscribe if you can. Like the broadcast. Share the broadcast. And we will join you tonight. Make plans 6 p.m. from Clune Arena here at the Air Force Academy. The, the snow continues to fall a little bit thicker now. We'll see what the weather looks like uh, throughout the day. Uh, but uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Dirk Cutter back as Boise State's offensive coordinator. We'll have uh, more on that. Again, the, the first story is up. The, the breaking news story that BNN broke is up on uh, on BroncoNationNews.com. But uh, I will add to that and get some more details and things in there. We'll see if there's any media availability today with either Spencer or Dirk. I, I don't think the school's actually announced it yet um, that I uh, – that I, uh, that I look at this, and I've missed Twitter, obviously, being on the show for the last hour or so. I don't think Boise State's officially announced this. They won't have any official comment until uh, it's, it's done and the background check and all the paperwork is done. So we'll see if that's today or tomorrow or when. Uh, but, again, uh, more details coming to BroncoNationNews.com throughout the afternoon. And then we'll be set up and live from Clune Arena. Air Force Academy, Boise State, 3-0, three 20-point wins in this stretch, but one more big one to go tonight before the uh, final three-game stretch here. So we'll see if the Broncos can get it done. Well, full coverage at BroncoNationNews.com. We will talk to you live on the Lithia Florida Boise pregame show from Clune Arena coming up at 6 o'clock tonight. And, again, thanks for joining us. Record viewership here on a Tuesday morning. And we'll talk to you guys, oh, in about eight hours from Clune Arena. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you soon. Bronco Nation News Live here from the road at the Colorado Springs Marriott with the basketball team. BJ Reigns, BroncoNationNews.com.